0: Hello all, and welcome to the Next Generation Podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and on this episode will be the review of the French round of Formula 3 at the Circuit Paul Ricard and Le Castellet, France. To start the review of the round is the qualifying report. The lights go green in the pit lane as the session begins with the tridents of Jack Doohan, Clement Novalak, and David Schumacher being the first team to go out onto the track for qualifying. Juan Manuel Correa, whilst on a flying lap, goes wide at turn 3 and subsequently off the circuit. He has to then abort the lap as a result. Alex Smollier sets the first competitive time of the session for ART, with his teammate Frederick Vesti slowing into second. Not long after they set their first time of the session, it is then red flagged, as a result of Arthur Leclerc for Premo being stopped at the side of the track with just under 23 minutes left in qualifying. Due to him bringing out the red flag and the fact that he hadn't set a competitive time yet, he can no longer contest in qualifying and will start the first and third races of the weekend from 30th and last on the grid. Soon after his car has been placed in a safe position through a gap in the wall, the session goes back to green with 22 minutes and 42 seconds remaining in the qualifying session. Dennis Hauger moves up to the top of the time. Suprema, Colette even though he had the quickest first sector of anyone so far in the session, ends up provisionally in second for MP Motorsport. Both Johnny Edgar of Carlin and Ollie Caldwell of Prema own investigation for an incident under the red flag. Hauger goes even faster by over six tenths to his previous best time that he had set in qualifying. Vesti then goes to the top of the timesheets by nearly two tenths with just under four and a half minutes to go. At the conclusion of the qualifying session at the circuit pole Ricard to set the grid for the third race of the weekend, it is Frederick Vesti for ART as the pole sitter with a 150.882 to claim not only pole position for the third race of the weekend, but the bonus 4 points that come with achieving pole position in Formula 3 qualifying. The championship leader Dennis Hauger is in second, just missing out by less than two tenths from pole. Victor Martins for the 2nd F3 weekend in a row qualifies in 3rd for the main race. Jack Doohan qualifies in 4th to have a very respectful, respectable session for himself with where he qualified. Keo Collette rounds off the top 5 in qualifying to qualify in 5th. The remainder of the top 10 in qualifying was Clement Novelak in 6th for Trident, Alex Smollier in 7th for ART, Ayumi Iwasa in 8th for Tech. Juan Manuel Correa in ninth for ART, Logan Sargent in 10th for Cherus, David Schumacher in 11th for Trident, and Kaelin Williams in 12th for Genza, and will be starting on a reverse grid pole for the first race of the weekend. The grid for race 1 with the top 10 is Williams in 1st, Schumacher in 2nd, Sargent in 3rd, Correa in 4th, Iwasa in 5th, Smolio in 6th, Novalak in 7th, Colette in 8th, Dewin in 9th, Martens in 10th, Haago in 11th and Vesti in 12th. Next up is the race 1 report. Kaelin Williams makes a great start from pole position and leads into the first corner from Sargent, Iwasa, Schumacher and Correa. Williams goes off the track but is able to continue leading the race. The top 10 after lap 1 is Williams, Sargent, Iwasa, Correa, Schumacher, Smolia. Nervalek, Dewan, Martens and Colette. The virtual safety car comes out and it is due to the debutant Jonathan Hoggard being stopped on the side of the track to become the first time of the race. Via the replay, Hoggard loses it as a result of damage to his suspension to cause him to be out of the race. The virtual safety car ends when the replay was on with his stricken car being removed from the circuit and the racing is able to continue. Novalak makes an overtake on his teammate Schumacher on the misgear straight to claim six. Sargent goes wide just that little bit and Iwasa goes for the move on him for 2nd but Sargent is able to hold on. Smolier with the use of DRS makes a move on his teammate Correa for 4th. Also occurring up ahead, Sargent makes an overtake on Williams to claim the race lead on lap 7. Correa is able to regain 4th on his teammate Smolia. Iwasa makes a beautiful overtake on Williams for 2nd. on lap 9 gets back past on Correa to claim 4th once again on his teammate. Iwasa gets past Sargent for the race lead on lap 10. Smolier tries to go for 3rd on Williams on lap 12 and almost gets it done but Williams is able to hold on to it. Smolier again tries to go for an overtake on Williams for 3rd but again isn't able to get it done. Smollier on the start of lap 14 is finally able to get it done and gets past Williams for 3rd at turn 1. Vander Helm has come into the pits to replace his front wing. The reasoning for the front wing damage he sustained is that he made contact with Cordillo's left rear tyre whilst in battle with one another. Smollier on lap 16 makes a great overtake on Sargent to get 2nd. Also on the same lap at the final corner. Martens makes a bold and clean overtake on Sargent to move up to the final spot on the podium and into third. Both Sargent and Iwasa are under investigation for the move that Iwasa had made for the lead of the race and whether or not in the process had fully left the circuit to gain an advantage to be in the lead. Smalley on lap 17 with the use of DRS makes an overtake on Iwasa at the end of the Mistral Straight to subsequently move up to the lead of the race. Williams makes an overtake around the outside on Sargent to reclaim 4th. Martens makes an absolutely amazing overtake around the outside of Iwasa to claim 2nd. Iwasa has received a 5 second penalty for his overtake on Sargent for the race lead. On lap 18, Martens at the end of the Mistral straight gets past Smolian for the lead of the race. On the final lap of the race. Smollier, with the use of DRS upon the Mistral Strait, reclaims the race lead from Martens. At the conclusion of the first race of the weekend, with 5 different race leaders and non-stop action throughout, it is Alex Smollier as your race winner for ART to claim his second race victory of the season in Formula 3, coming from 6th on the grid. Victor Martens for MP Motorsport came from 10th on the grid to finish 2nd and was so very close to winning the race. The pole sitter Calen Williams for Genza claims not only his first points in F3, but most importantly his first podium in the championship, finishing on the final spot on the podium in 3rd. In 4th is Logan Sargent for Cherus, who fought a very admirable race and was in the battle for the race lead for all 20 laps that were contested and for some time was leading the race itself. In 5th was Clement Novalek for Trident, while he wasn't fighting for the race victory necessarily, overall had a pretty good race and claimed valuable points for his championship. The remainder of the top 10 from race 1 are in 6 is Juan Manuel Correa for ART to get his best results so far in his return to motorsport. He was in the battle for the race lead for a fair bit of the race so it is only a matter of time before we see him on the podium this season and you never know, a race victory in his return doesn't seem unrealistic in the slightest sense. In 7th is Jack towin for Trident to claim some good points for his championship. He also got the fast lap of the race with a 152.742 on the 18th lap of the race, in the process to claim an extra 2 points to add to his points total. In 8th is a Yuumi Iwasa for Hightech who had crossed the line in 3rd but because of his 5 second penalty he received for the overtake he made on Sargent for the lead, and the fact that the top 8 in particular were so close to one another during the race, he dropped 5 positions due to the penalty. He had for the majority of the race been in the fight for the race lead. Despite the penalty, he still achieved his best result so far in Formula 3. In 9th is Dennis Hauger for Prema. To a relatively quiet race with him starting from 11th on the grid, to only gained 2 positions but importantly got 2 points for his championship that may be crucial come the end of the season, so any number of points will massively count regardless of where in the top 10 it is. In 10th is Oli Caldwell for Prema to round off the point scorers. Just like with his teammate Hauger, he also had a relatively quiet race going from 14th to get 1 point for his championship total. A special thing of note is that Arthur Leclerc Prema came from 30th on the grid to finish an amazing 12th. Certainly, gain eighteen positions from where he started, but most importantly, Sus second race of the weekend on first grid pole. The grid for race two with the top twelve is: in first Leclerc, in second Crawford, in third Colwell, in fourth Halger, in fifth Iwasa, in sixth Dewan, in seventh Correa, in eighth novalak in ninth Sergeant, in tenth Williams, in eleventh Martens, and in twelfth. Smaller. Next up is the Race 2 Report. Leclerc makes a great start from the front row, whilst Crawford on the other hand stalls on the grid with everyone having to take evasive action, but they thankfully avoid making any contact with the stationary high tech. Crawford is able to get away from the grid and not having to retire from the race. Leclerc from his great start leads into Turn 1 from Caldwell, Hauger, Iwasa and Dewan. The top 10 after lap 1 is leclerc Corwell, hauger Dewan-Iwasa-Martens, Correa-Novelac, Smollier and Williams. Colette comes into the pits to become the first retirement of the race. Via the replay of the start, Crawford's car briefly lurches from the grid before it comes to a stop and stalls dropping him from 2nd to 29th, when he was able to get going again. Also through the replays, Colette's MP Motorsport also stalls his car on the grid, but is able to get going just like Crawford. Correa goes slightly wide and that leaves the door open for Novelac to seize the position and move up to 7th. Smolier on lap 4 at turn 1 gets past Correa for 8th. Williams makes a great overtake on Correa around the outside for 9th with the use of DRS on the Mistral Strait gets past Dewan for 4th. Hauger on the Mistral Strait with the use of DRS makes an overtake on his teammate Colwell for 2nd. Villa Gomez and Cohen come together just after the Mistral Straight, with Cohen spinning round Villa Gomez and both of them go off the track as a result of the incident between the two. They are able to continue on in the race despite it. Sargent going to turn 1 on the 13th lap of the race gets past Cray for 12th. The incident with Villa Gomez and Cohen is under investigation for the obvious reason of causing a collision. Cohen for his involvement in the incident receives a 10 second penalty for causing the collision and avoidable contact with Villa Gomez. Smoya at the final corner on lap 16 gets past Iwasa for 7th. Cohen, after briefly going back out onto the track, comes back into the pits to become the second retirement of the race on lap 18. In the penultimate lap of the race, Williams makes a move on Iwasa at turn 1 for 8th. Martins makes a great overtake on Corwell to move up into the last spot on the podium in 3rd. At the end of the second race of the weekend, it is Arthur Leclerc with a dominant lights to flag race victory to claim his maiden F3 race win for Prema by over 4 seconds to his fellow Prema teammate Dennis Hauger in 2nd, who again had a relatively quiet race but was this time able to finish on the podium and extends his overall lead in the championship. Victor Martins for MP Motorsport finishes again on the podium, this time in 3rd, to have yet another overtaking fest throughout, with him starting from 11th and moving up 8 positions in the 20 laps that were contested. Not only that, he also claimed the two bonus points for the fast lap of the race with a 152.419 on the 19th lap of the race to most importantly take away the bonus points and fast lap from championship leader Hauger. Ollie Corwell finishes in 4th, who almost finished on the podium to have a premer 1-2-3 but just missed out on holding on to it due to Martins making that overtake on him on the 2nd last lap of the race. Jack Dewan finishes in 5th for Trident to have a very respectable top 5 finish and was within 7 tenths of Caldwell come the completion of the race. This in itself was a very good result for Dewan in his aspirations for the Formula 3 championship. The remainder of the top 10 from race 2 are in six is Clement Novalec for Trident with yet another good result to accommodate his 5th place finish in the first race of the weekend to add more points towards his total within the championship. In 7th is the winner of the first race of the weekend, Alex Smollier for ART, to come from 12th on the grid and move up 5 positions to be well within the points. In 8th is Kaelin Williams for Genza, to achieve yet another great finish for himself with the podium he got in the first race, and to in this race gain another points finish in the second race, to add to his breakthrough weekend in Formula 3. In 9th is a Yumi Iwasa for Hi-Tech, who despite dropping from where he originally started the race, that being 5th, he still scored 2 points to have had a very respectable race as a whole for himself. In 10th is Frederick Vesti for ART, who came from 15th on the grid to get a single point for his championship total. Next up is the Race 3 Report. The start of the final race of the weekend for Formula 3 is wet which adds yet another element to this race in the form of unpredictability, to what was already going to be hard to predict in the first place. As a result, unsurprisingly everyone on the grid will be starting on the full wet tyres for this race. Due to the wet weather coming in, the start of the race was slightly delayed to allow the teams an opportunity to configure and adjust their cars to as close to wet weather specification as possible in the short period of time that they have had available. As the lights go out, the front row of Vesti and Hauger make a good start with Hauger being able to get ahead and lead into the first corner from Vesti, Duin, Martens and Novalek. Duin whilst going for an overtake on Vesti for 2nd goes wide and off the track, leaving the door open for Martens to regain 3rd and drop Duin down to 4th. In the background, coming into the second last corner, Sargent loses it and spins off the track. He only drops 4 positions from 10th and is able to continue in the race. After the first lap, the top 10 across the line are Hauger, Vesti, Martens, Novalek, Du and Smollier, Colette, Iwasa, Correa and Colwell. Colette on lap 3 makes a late breaking move on Smollier and successfully gets past him for 6. Colwell becomes the first timer of the race. The reason for his retirement is due to terminal damage to his suspension. The Virtual Safety Code comes out for the second time this weekend and this implementation is to remove the stricken primer of Caldwell from the circuit. During the VSC, David Schumacher of Trident is off the circuit, but nevertheless is able to continue on in the race with little to no disadvantage to his overall race. Via the replay, he drifted and spun off the circuit. The virtual safety car comes to an end soon after and the race resumes once again. Villa Gomez goes off the track but is able to continue nevertheless. Via the replay it appears that he simply lost it upon the exit of the corner and spun off the circuit. Race Control has notified that both the Genza of Ugren and the Shirus of Sargent should switch their rain lights on due to the visibility still being a slight issue with the spray that currently still exists in the race. Sargent tries to make a move on the Mistral Straight around the outside of Correa but isn't able to do so. Novalak on lap 6 tries to make an overtake on Vesti at turn 1 for 2nd but isn't successful and slightly loses it onto the approach of turn 2. This leaves an opportunity for Martens to seize the position in which he makes the overtake and moves into 3rd. Novalak tries to regain the position around the outside but is left out to dry and this gives Dewan a great chance at a move in which he makes the overtake briefly around the outside of his teammate and then fully up the inside of the next corner to claim 4th. Yellow flag comes out as a result of the Shrews of Degaris being off the circuit. He is able to resume his race without a virtual safety car and or safety car having to be deployed. Via the replay Just like when Schumacher lost it and spun off the circuit, Daguerreis also loses it going into a corner. At the start of lap 7, Dewan from the previous corner has a great run on Martens to move up into the podium positions and into third. Sargent has been given a black and orange flag for not having his rain lights on when he was notified to do so. Sargent has come into the pits to serve his black and orange flag. Via the replays, Vesti runs off wide, which provides an opportunity for Dewan, who takes it and then moves into second as a result of it. Van der Helm, through the replay, does pretty much a carbon copy of what happened to Schumacher in that he spun off the circuit in the same corner and is able to continue on in the race. Sargent becomes a second retirement of the race as the team are unable to resolve his issue with the rain light. Daguerreus comes into the pits to put on a set of dry tyres to climb the fast lap of the race, and also take a gamble on the conditions improving. While he won't be scoring points due to how far back in the field he is, this will show the evolution of how the circuit has become drier the more the race has progressed. Vesti on lap 11 runs wide and off the circuit with this gifting Martins third as a result. also takes advantage of the mistake made by Vesti to move up into 4th and thus dropping Vesti within the span of corners from 3rd to 5th. Dewan at the final corner on lap 14 makes a great overtake on Hauger for the lead of the race. Hauger with momentum gets back into the lead but Dewan has a great run on him at the start of lap 15 to get back past him around the outside onto the approach of turn 1 to reclaim the race lead. At the completion of the final race of the weekend, it is Jack Doing a Trident as the race winner to get his first Formula 3 race victory and in the process put him within 10 points of the lead in the F3 Championship. He also becomes the fifth different race winner in six races so far in the 2021 Formula 3 Championship, with Smolia being the only double winner at this moment in time in the championship. Dennis Hauger finishes in second for Prema to hold on to the championship lead by 6 points and claim his second podium of the weekend as well. Keo Collette for MP Motorsport finishes in 3rd to have a good end to his overall round that was otherwise looking to be pretty uneventful with two non-scoring points finishes before the final race of the round. Rita Martens for MP Motorsport finishes in 4th to cap off an amazing race weekend for him. Clement Novilek finished in 5th to round off an incredibly solid round for him results-wise. The remainder of the top 10 from Race 3 are Frederick Resty for ART in 6th, Ayumi Iwasa for Hightech in 7th, Alex Smollier for ART in 8th, Juan Manuel Correa for ART in 9th, and completing the top 10 is Jack Crawford for Hightech in 10th. Next is the Championship Standings. The top 5 drivers in the Championship after Round 2 in France are in 1st, Dennis Hauger on 66 points, in 2nd, Victor Martens on 60 points. In 3rd, Jack Dewin on 58 points. In 4th, Clement Novilek on 49 points. And in 5th, Oli Corwell on 41 points. The top 5 teams in the championship after round 2 in France are in 1st, Prema on 122 points. In 2nd, Trident on 107 points. In 3rd, MP Motorsport on 95 points. In 4th, ART on 81 points and in 5th High Tech on 19 points. Now the awards for the round. The driver of the round in my opinion has to go to Victor Martins. The reasoning behind this is that from qualifying to the end of the final race of the weekend he didn't finish any lower than 4th, that being in the 3rd race. With a qualifying result of 3rd, 2 podiums in the 1st and 2nd races respectively, 2nd in race 1 and 3rd in race 2. 3 top 5 finishes and within 6 points of the overall lead in the championship come the end of the round was a really impressive display by him throughout. Additionally, his overtakes in all the races that were contested were absolutely incredible to watch every single one of them. The overtake of the round in my opinion also goes to Victor Martins with his absolutely amazing overtake around the outside of Iwasa to subsequently m- move up to 2nd in race 1. The reasoning behind this choice is that it was an optimistic and bold overtake by Martins that he had enough determination to get it done to gain a position and most importantly the overtake involved no contact from either driver involved, which is always great to see overtakes done in such a way that it is both clean as well as very impressive in every way possible. To end off this episode, thank you all so very much for listening to this episode of the Next Generation podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it, and until the next episode, in which will be the preview of the Austrian round, also for F3, all the absolute very best, and see you all next time.